She is one of the greatest athletes of all time. She has six Olympic medals, including three gold. She is Jackie Joyner Kersey, and she is here today to talk inspiration for both you and for the children, because they are still the future after all. Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corel Cast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is appropriate that I am talking to this next person over the 4th of July weekend because she's about as close to an American hero or shiro uh, as you can get. She is a six-time medalist at the Olympics, four different Olympics, in the heptathlon and the long jump. She has been named one of the greatest athletes, not female athletes, one of the greatest athletes of all time. Uh, Some of her records are still being upheld. Uh, She is an incredible human being because now that she is retired, she has dedicated her life to community service for children, uh, for racial equality, and for just making the world a better place. One of the ways she is doing this is putting out children's books, and her latest is Jackie Joyner-Kersey's Running for the Gold, Connecting Kids to Their Dreams. Uh, And we are here to talk with her today about that. I couldn't be more thrilled one of the first Olympians I've ever spoken to, and I've spoken to just about everybody in the free world. Uh, But she is Jackie Joyner-Kersey, and she is joining us over this 4th of July weekend. Uh, Miss Kersey, or Miss Jackie, as they say in the book, uh, thank you so very much for joining me. Let's talk about kids. I know it's one of your favorite topics to talk about. Um, You know, we were both born in the same year. You were born in March, and I was born in November of that fateful year of 1962. Uh, I have to ask you, is it tougher to be a kid nowadays? You know, uh, I do believe it's tougher to be a kid, uh, uh, a kid nowadays. One being you taking away so many things. Like in school, we had recess. Now they do not have recess. Uh, uh, no, they have yeah. active shooter drills. <laughs> yeah, but they have. Uh, access to, you know, the internet and all those different things, which I think sometimes it's good to have those devices, but you learn so much when you're able to socialize, interact, you know, with one another and, and, and you also develop your own, uh, own uh, set of skills. So it is challenging, you know, to, uh, to be a young person in today's world, when you, when you think about, uh, young people not going to school while I'm talking about connecting uh, children to dreams, but then a lot of them are, are afraid to go into schools because they have to deal with active, active shooter and all these different things that I didn't have to deal with as a youngster growing up. And I feel that, you know, in today's world, we got to be younger a little bit longer than they do, uh, if, you, if you know what I mean by that. We got to be kids. Uh, a little bit longer than kids today. They're they're so connected, uh, and there's so much information out there, and they're they're exposed to so many things that we just were not exposed to at eight years old or ten years old or twelve years old. And I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing, but I am saying that it can take away one's innocence or change one's view of the world when, at such an early age, you are exposed to things like racism homophobia, transphobia, mass shooters, uh, all the other things that are now issues for kids of today. Now, you wrote the the, the book here uh, about connecting kids to dreams. And really, it's about 
I believe it's 10, uh, 10 very important uh, emotions, 10 very important steps uh, yes. to achieve those dreams. And I want to go back. When you were a kid, are the things that you lay out in this book the things that got you to the incredible heights that you achieved? Yes. Yeah, so in the book, uh, we call it Jackie's Dream Box. And in the dream box, there are these 10 different keys. And these 10 different keys were a part of my life then and still today. And I think it's very important that we as adults, adults cannot, can't change who we are. We must continue to pour into our young people. We must continue to try to set them on, on a path of understanding, but then also reminding our young people to have fun. You know, I remember going into one of the schools and reading the book and uh, a sixth grader was like, oh, I can't wait to be an adult because in the book we talk about nutrition. And he was like, well, I know grownups don't eat vegetables, so I wanna be grown so I don't have to eat vegetables. And that's not necessarily true. So I think it's very important that we continue to uh, connect kids to dreams, but also Jackie's dream box and in the dream box are these keys. And these are keys that helped me uh, on my journey of just trying to one, make my parents proud, two, you know, never embarrassing my family, and three, making sure that I worked hard to see my dreams become a reality. You mentioned having fun. Do you think kids today have fun? You know, I I look at them today and I don't I don't see them having a blast. I see them <laughs> staring at a screen or I see them, you know, worried about something. Uh, but I don't see them just, you know, we used to go out and come home when the streetlights came on, which in the summer was 10 o'clock, uh, you know, and we were out riding bikes and, and, you know, really getting into some crap and having some fun. But we were also doing things, I'm sure, like you, which was training for something. I was at band practice and drama, of course. Uh, you know, but we were we were into things as well that were hugely important to our lives. Do you think kids in 2023 are having much fun? I think that uh, they are. I think it's left up to us to remind them about having fun and and finding, you know, I, everything is in moderation. You know, you can't be on the computer all day. You know, I know with my nephew and my, my brother, you know, he takes it away from sometimes to try to tell him, uh, do something else, you know? So I think that it's very important that uh, we help them to have fun. You know, I don't like when grownups are sitting at the table and a six-year-old or a seven-year-old is engaged in that conversation. No, we have to like let them go and have their own conversation amongst their own peers, not sitting at the table because when you allow that to happen, that young person then lose respect for authority. So if, if they could sit there and be engaged in your conversation, then they would take that same attitude into the classroom. So it's left up to us to remind them, you should be having fun. You don't eat, you don't know about paying bills. You don't know about you know going to the grocery store. Let us worry about those things and your time will come. But it's, you know, we have the power, you know, to change uh, the mindset and the behavior of our young people that we are engaging with and that we are responsible for.
Well, you know, there's a lot of doors that you had to kick open. Uh, literally, girl. <laughs> jump over, kick over, run, jump over. Uh, and we're going to talk about the keys uh, that allowed you to do that, to make those very long jumps uh, from a little girl with asthma to one of the greatest American heroes. Jackie Joyner Kersey is with us. The book is Running for the Gold, Connecting Kids to Their Dreams. When we come back, we're going to talk about those keys uh, and how, as adults, it's our responsibility to cut those keys and give them to the children uh, because they need them to grow up to be uh, good adults. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corelcast app free at the App Store of your choice now. Jackie Joyner Kersey, an American, well, just a hero, not just an American hero, uh, but a hero across the globe. She is one of the greatest athletes to ever live. And now she spends her time serving her community, uh, including the children of America and beyond. She has written another book, Jackie Joyner Kersey, Running for the Gold, Connecting Kids to Dreams. Inside of it, she gives them 10 keys out of Jackie's uh, little toolbox to try to inspire them uh, to use those keys to get ahead and to be something in life, no matter what it is. Now, before we talk about the keys, Jackie, Ms. Jackie, uh, I want to, I just want to share something with you that I found online today and see if this makes you cry or, or what it does. Uh, they asked 300 kids, what do they want to be when they grow up? And I don't know if you've seen this or not. Uh, but in the United States, 29% of the kids said a YouTuber or a vlogger. Uh, the second choice was teacher. Third was professional athlete, which I mean, it's still good, especially for people, you know, for you, that's a nice thing to hear. Uh, musician was number four. And astronaut was down way down wow. at the bottom. Uh, and the division between astronaut and vlogger was almost 20%. In the UK, it ran pretty much like the United States. 30% said uh, vlogger or YouTuber. 25% said teacher. 21 professional athlete. 18 musician. And 11 astronaut. In China, remarkably, only 18% of their kids said they wanted to be a vlogger or a YouTuber. And 52% said they wanted to be teachers, 37% said professional athletes, 47% said musician, 56 uh, astronaut. So I had heard that before, and it kind of scared me that a majority of our kids in this country want to grow up to be a YouTuber or a vlogger. Uh, you talk to a lot of kids. Is that poll skewed, or do you find, in, and when you talk to kids these days, that they seem to think online is where their success lies? You know, it's a combination of both uh, because it's the online, but connection to, they see dollars. They see themselves making money being uh, a YouTuber, an influencer, you know, and, and, and when you have access to the internet and a lot of things that you see and you see young, younger people. And so they connect to that world. You know, I'm, I'm glad to see that so many of them want to be teachers, you know, and and even with uh, the one professional athletes, you, you know, you, you, you see that a lot. But then the astronaut, how are we, uh, our young people 
are connected to what they see, you know, and, and knowing that even when it comes down to a professional athlete, majority of them are not going to be professional athletes. They're just not, you know, and, but I always tell people, uh, one of the reasons we let the rich get away with so much is because we all think we're going to be rich one day. And I hate to break it to you, but you're not. <laughs> you're not, right. not going to be right. Elon Musk. There's one Elon Musk. There's one Bill Gates. There's 327 million other of us. Now let's talk about Inspiration Girl. Uh, what, what inspired you and how do you use that to inspire kids? You know, what inspired me, you know, I, I talk about my faith and and uh, people who were around me that I saw them working hard, who inspired me to be the very best. And so for me, when I talk to, you know, children or to young people, it's more about asking them to share with me where they get their inspiration from, you know. And so it could be a two-way, like a dialogue, not just me telling them this, I share my own experience, but I also would like to hear from them. You know, where do they get their inspiration from and who have inspired them? Because then it allowed them for me to dig deeper into their thought uh, process instead of just, you know, because one might saw an athlete and the person next to them weren't even thinking about an athlete, then the rest of them stand the athlete. Then I asked them to just, uh, who inspired you? And then you get their parents and, and then you start having real, real, uh, good dialogue and conversation. I would hope they'd say, my parents certainly inspired me. They faced a lot of adversity and my mom was four foot nine and handicapped and at a time mm -hmm. when people still made openly fun of her. And I watched her walk into many a situation with her head held high. Uh, and that taught me as a 60 year old gay man that, you know what, you can make it through almost any situation. You can exactly. just kind of turn it around and make it your own. Yes. Uh, Barbara Streisand once said, they're not laughing at me. They're laughing with me. Right. Uh, let's talk about dedication. Uh, we know what dedication it I don't think any of us will ever know the dedication it took from you uh, to, to win six medals and the sacrifices that you made. I think those, I think even you will admit those are extraordinary. We all make sacrifices in life, but yours yeah. are extraordinary. Yeah. Uh, what about dedication? Do you find that children today have a hard time staying dedicated to something because of short attention spans? Or if they're excited about it, will they stay dedicated to it? You know what, I, I find that they are excited about it and, and, and truly understanding what it means to uh, stick to something. One of the challenges that even during my, uh, we have a summer camp at my center and, and trying to make sure that every four and five year old can tie their shoelaces. And so that takes dedication. And that's one of our principles. So as we talk about Jackie's dream box, in that dream box, dedication. So every day is not just the student trying to learn, but it's also the instructor being dedicated to see them do this every day. We have them for eight weeks. So being able to be dedicated to make sure they do this because for most it's a simple task, but to a young person, that is a, an extremely difficult task, but it also not only helped them to be dedicated to something, but also boost their confidence. 
Well, I'm glad to hear that it's not just hard for me because at 60, I got to tell you, bending over to tie my shoes, <laughs> my back is like, no, stop that. <laughs> but you're well, talk about practice. <laughs> yeah, that leads to practice. That's right. right. Let's go to another one of the tools, practice. You know, yeah. practice, I've, practice does make perfect. Although we are imperfect beings, I think we have to forgive ourselves as much as we have to practice uh, because, you know, as you know, we're never going to be perfect. We're human. Uh, <laughs> right. Perfection is spared for the divine. Uh, but, and, and I'm not one, I'm not divine. Uh, but practice, that's a key that you want to instill in them. How hard is it to get kids motivated enough to continue in a practice? So the key with this, with practice, when I speak with them, I'm always talking to them about creating good habits. And you create those habits. So now if the, it, whatever those habits are become consistent. And then once you become consistent in what you're doing, then in the end, you will see that become transformative in a way that allow you to have good practice habits. If you're reading and you don't know how to do your sight words, you practice on, you see them sight words every day. And then eventually those sight words turn into a sentence. Now you find yourself, you're reading. You might not have been able to read, but you practice every day. You practice good habits. You figure out a way to just stop, drop what I'm doing and let me read, you know? And so uh, we talk about that because a lot of time it's not winning, but it's winning in life to give you the practice, the tools that you need or the keys in this case that you need to become a winner in life and whatever it is that you want to pursue because you have developed good habits that will allow you to become a much better reader, a much better communicator, you know, a hard worker, because you do it day in and day out, even when others say, oh, this can't be done, but you find a way to keep doing it over and over and over till, till you get it right. And even when you get it right, you still have to go back and practice over and over again. Yes. And even when you get it, Pat LaBelle once told me that sometimes a note comes out so wrong that it's right. Uh, so you know you just yeah you, you just keep practicing. Jackie, she's here. To, she's uh, at State Line tonight. Jackie oh. joining your courtesy, running for the gold. Uh, we're gonna finish talking about her tools, uh, and also I'm gonna ask her about some current events since she is in fact involved uh, in racial equality issues and with children. Uh, and there was a recent ruling from the Supreme Court that affects both. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, Jackie joining your courtesy is with us. Olympic record setter and all-round hero to the world. If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. Kersey is trying to reach kids with Jackie Joyner Kersey's running for the gold, connecting kids to dreams. She has dedicated her post-athletic career to helping children, to racial inequality, to social equity for women, uh, to all so kinds of incredible causes. The Jackie Joyner Kersey Center uh, is where she devotes a lot of her time with camps for kids, educational programs, books. Uh, all kinds of ways to get them inspired because like Whitney, she believes the children are the future. 
Uh, and uh, and that, before we go back to the keys, I believe the children are the future too. Yeah. But it appears to me that as adults, how do I say this? I'm not sure adults really believe that because if they did, they'd be taking better care of the earth. They'd be taking better care of themselves. Uh, they'd be taking better care of each other. They wouldn't be so damn divided on everything. They'd mm -hmm. be trying to make a place for the kids to inherit that wasn't some decimated hellhole. Do you think adults have problems believing that the children really are the future? And Because as far as I, when I look around, I see adults that seem to be living for the moment, not realizing we're leaving this place to somebody else and it needs to be livable for them. I think that's why it's very important for us to continue to educate our young people, the generation that's coming after, to use their voice to stand up and 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 to not let this world be a world that you're not going to be happy in. You know, so uh, it's we we can't give up though. We just can't. The challenges no. are there. I mean, we, we we're we are their hope. We are their yes. hope. We are their and hope. We, Yes, and but we are the example, and, and some examples are good and some examples are not so good. But it's very important that our young people and the people of this generation, you know, those who can get out there and vote, vote, you know, because it makes Amen. it, it would make a huge difference. Amen. Uh, yes, good example, Barack Obama, great president, bad example, Donald Trump. Uh, it's a per perfect example, Sarah, good and bad. Let's talk about determination, one of the keys in Jackie's toolbox. Uh, determination requires commitment uh, and requires stamina. So yeah. how do you instill in them determination? So uh, when I think of like in the book, you know, deter uh, deter determination, you know, <laughs> you know, when things are like in here, I talk about when days are dark and you want to quit. You know, there were days when it was tough for me uh, not being able to breathe and thinking that. And what oh, she I means by that, everyone, is Jackie Joyner Kirsty is one of the few professional athletes to actually beat asthma. I watch enough real life ER shows to know that asthma is no joke. It is no. a terrifying, terrifying illness. Um, it can lead to things like uh, intubation. Yeah. It can lead to all kinds of horrible things for the asthma sufferer. Uh, and it there, there can't be anything much worse than feeling like you cannot breathe. It's uh, the scariest and, feeling. Yes. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's you know, I can't, thank God I can't imagine it. Uh, I did watch my mother with COPD turn blue once. It did not look fun. Um, and so, you know, she beat asthma to go on to win six medals. Uh, and so that had to take some determination. Yes, that's it, determination. And that's for young people, you know, they might have nightmares, they might be afraid, but you're determined to see it through because in the end, you know, you see the light at the end of the tunnel and not let a bad situation get the best of you. Be determined to see it through. You might've you might been struggling in the classroom and you, you know, you wanted to get an A, but you end up getting a B plus, then just stay determined and then turn that B into a B plus into an A. Or turn that C into a B or turn, you know, oh, you, yeah. can always, All of them. you can yeah. always grow. One yeah. of the things, I'm a vegan. Uh, and with the World Health Organization says, if 100% of the world doesn't eat 80% less meat than everything else we mm -hmm. do for climate change, 
uh, is, is a moot point. You can drive all the electric cars you want. It's our diet causing 45% of greenhouse Whoa. gases. You, you talk about nutrition in the book. And I yep. think nutrition is something that should be taught in schools. I think cooking is an overlooked art form. You know, cooking yes. should be taught in schools. Yes. Your body is the most important. You're the most important animal on the planet. And yes. taking care of yourself begins with what you put into your body. How do you convince kids that food is fuel for the brain and for the body and they need to put good fuel in their tank? You know, it's a combination of all these tools, right? I keep calling them tools, they're keys. So again, practice good habits, understanding what you put into your body. I use myself, for example, is that, you know, when I was young, yeah, I did eat a lot of junk food and it wasn't good for me. And, and being able to connect to why your mood swings are up and down, you know, but you have to put the right nutrients into your body. And, and I believe in moderation, you know, there's some things you, you, you just can't overdo and, you know, because you will pay, you will pay a price, you know, so asking them about vegetables and what kind of vegetable, what is it that they like to eat? And then tell me why they like to eat these things. And then if they don't know about it, then how can we educate them on it? At my center, we, we have a food, nutritional, agricultural uh, innovation center that we're building and our young people are planting uh, lettuce, uh, tomatoes, you know, carrots, sweet potatoes, and they zucchini things that they say, oh, I don't, I don't like zucchini. I don't like broccoli, you know, and one of our principles that's not in the, uh, in, that's one of the keys here is risk taking. So on risk taking day, they have to take a risk and taking a risk is trying something that you didn't think you might like and that could have been zucchini and then they find out Oh, they love the zucchini sticks. You know? My nephew was a picky eater. I used to pay him cash to try things. $10 if you eat that. And he would take the cash and he would try it. Uh, and he found a lot of things that he actually liked. Uh, because, But that ties, uh, uh, there's so many issues right there with nutrition. We know that particularly children of color often live in food deserts where it's easier yeah. to get a gun than it is to get a tomato. Uh, uh, yes. You know, and, and so... I think that as adults, we need to remember that we need to make sure there is nutritious food available to the children, no matter where they live, no matter what their economic or social status is. Uh, we need to not have 50 liquor stores in one neighborhood. We need to have fruit stands and fresh produce uh, and things like that, because access is one of the problems for kids today. Uh, access to education access. and access yes. to good food. Yes. Access is everything, and we live in a food desert, and it is it's extremely difficult, you know. And and that's why having my community center and 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 just having our young people to be a voice and understanding, because you're, you're right, you can go what every two miles and you will have a liquor store, especially when you're in the inner city, and and you see those things, and it impacts. Not only when you're talking about food, but then you talk about the disparity of health and all these things are connected. Now, we live in fearful times. Uh, the news tells us 24-7 to be constantly afraid, whether it's of nuclear attack from Russia and the Ukraine war, or whether it's be afraid of these politicians or even be afraid of each other. Uh, you know, they like to vilify, nowadays they like to divide 
And that means be afraid of each other, be afraid of a trans kid or be afraid of this or be afraid of a gay kid or be afraid of a black kid or a white kid or whatever. You know, we, there's a lot of fear. I know that fear is in the toolbox. Uh, and it's, let's talk a little bit about fear because, you know, you got active shooter drills going on at schools. You've got economic, you know, kids, they feel it. They know if mom and dad are struggling. Uh, and a lot of mom and dads are because of the economic times in which we live. How do we allow, how do we not transmit that fear to kids so they can still have fun and not be weighed down by the fears that are just prevalent everywhere? Yes, because fear is, is an emotion that we create, but it's a reality of the existence that some, some, some of us live in. And that's what can you learn from, from fear? to the point where you can change that fear into motivation so that it doesn't succumb you to the point where it paralyzes you uh, physically and mentally that you can't be productive. So when talking with young people for me is really trying to see what are the things that they're fearful of and even having a dialogue with young people that, you know, they are, I mean, someone- What do you hear? Me, what are some of the things they're afraid of? You would be of? surprised. Some kids say a serial killer, serial killer. I'm like, what? You know, uh, afraid of guns, you know, and guns in the schools. And 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 it's eye-opening because, you know, some of the, the things that, that we normally hear, they're afraid of the dark, you know, they're afraid of nightmares and all those different things. But it is a realization when they start talking about fear of going to school because of what could happen. And that's unfortunate because they, they hear the news. They see the yes. news. Now, speaking of the news, before I let you go, and it directly relates to kids, uh, the Supreme Court in their infinite non-wisdom uh, just struck down affirmative action, which Clarence Thomas used to get to the Supreme Court and then suddenly forgot. Uh, and that directly affects people of color, children of color, and their access. We've talked about access. Access is key for children. Access to education uh, and access to higher education on a more equal and fair playing field. You've met a lot of challenges. You grew up uh, at a time of great racial upheaval uh, in America and the civil rights movement really just getting started when you were young. Uh, and I'm sure even to this day, you experience racial discrimination. Uh, and so it's still here. It's still in our society. And now the Supreme Court just made it even harder uh, for children to access. Do you fear these types of rulings and their effect on youth today? You know, uh, in the back of your mind, yes, it is. You are fearful because it's, it's changing the landscape and, and the challenges for you know, black and brown kids, you know, when you talk about shooting down affirmative action, you know, so we must continue to fight, continue to uh, rally around in, in hopes of uh, just not giving up, you know, because the generation- Are you hopeful? Are you hopeful? You know, you talk to kids all the time. You teach kids, you talk about racial equality and, and you've, you've blazed the trail for women. Are you hopeful that things are going to continue to get better? You know what? That's all I have uh, is that I'm not a doom and gloom. I, you know, I'm I'm very uh, optimistic. You know, and even though pessimists sometimes come into your head, but I'm on, I'm on uh, uh, 
lay on the side of being optimistic and, and try to see what is it that we all can do to continue on this course of uh, being hopeful because as soon as we give up, then we defeat it. You know, but we all can continue. And that, to of course, was never fight. a luxury you had. You never could no. give up. You, even, no. even if you lost, you couldn't give right. up. Right, right. And that's why this generation can't give up, you know, and must continue to find ways. And, and I believe they will find ways. So you are an inspiration to so many. Uh, and you are. I mean, I had to hear all about you from Thea on the phone today. You are, you are an inspiration to so many. So let me end with, what inspires you right now, today, 2023, July 4th weekend? What inspires you? You know, what inspires me is the work that I'm doing in my community of East St. Louis and uh, having a dream come true of doing this children's book. It was something that I always wanted to do. And, and then also uh, what inspires me is being able to get up every morning and do the things that I love doing. Well, you know what they say, if you do what you love, then that's that. That's, that's what life is. The book is Jackie Joyner Kersey's Running for the Gold, Connecting Kids to Their Dreams. You know, we think kids are connected uh, because we look at them as on the internet all the time. But <laughs> it's more important for them to be connected to their dreams yes. than it is to TikTok. Yes. So <laughs> if, you, if you out there are watching, uh, you know, like I don't have kids, but I have kids in my world. Just remember, you can be an inspiration in your world. You don't have to win six gold medals, although it would be nice. Uh, three gold, sorry, three gold and then a silver and bronze. Uh, you, you don't have to win all those medals. You can still be an inspiration to people and to children in your life just by being present. Be yeah. present in kids' lives, and it makes a total world of difference. Ms. Jackie, thank you so much for what you do for the children of America and the world, uh, keeping them inspired, giving them the keys out of Ms. Jackie's toolbox. Uh, what's next for you when it comes to kids? Are you expanding the center and, and just try? You know, yes. I bet, you know, I, I bet it's so hard for you. Is the hardest thing for you that you can't help more people? You know, uh, yes, that is hard, you know, because I would like to be to connect all over the world and using my platform to be able to do that, you know, and there's some other things that we're working on uh, through some of my other projects, which will allow us to keep connecting and uh, in a way of connecting young people and adults, you know, inspiring them to be the best version of themselves. And for them to keep reaching and keep striving because only then as a society can we achieve new things. We've yes. achieved so much already, but there's so much we have yet to achieve. And it might be time for some of us to sit back and let the younger generation come in and show us how. Thank you wow. so very much for showing them Thank how. You. Jackie joyner Kersey, Miss Jackie, running for the gold, connecting kids and their dreams. Thank you. Hey, it's Carell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing. And that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. That's patreon.com forward slash really Carell. 
My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, Really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so that doesn't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.